Welcome back to two. Uh, fuck it. All right. So our our guest today will be are. James' friend Eden and his girlfriend Jara. What? Yo, I guess James is the popular dude this week. Damn! Someone on brought all my friends. Both arms. No. All I'm, of you are my friends, so that, I mean, technically, I brought all my friends. I'm stroking James Cock under the table right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am a master of keeping my keeping my moans so, uh, soft enough that you can't hear them on the podcast, but loud enough that everyone at the table can. So, so while we have Eden here, I'm actually kind of curious. Give me some Smash DLC characters that you personally would like to see, or maybe some switches in the game that you'd like to see. Man, um, I don't mess with any of that, really. I just like play the game as it is. It's it's the game I choose to play, and I don't really pay any attention to, to the DLC characters. I'm sorry that that's like a boring answer. But what if but, they're uh, like, it's not, it makes sense. I don't know, but like, what if you could have, say, for example, um, the, the main character from Dead Cells? Eh, eh. I mean, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool, but like, it, they would have to just turn it into another Smash character, and it's like, there's already so many Smash characters, I feel like I have no limitation on how I can express myself. That's fair. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, like, I actually never thought about that, but true. yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. So like, I don't need any more characters at the moment. I can express myself in Smash just fine. I like actually kind of don't want more matchups to have to figure out. Sometimes I play against a new character that like somebody yeah. was like, this DLC character is my jam. And I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> you okay. Know? Okay. So I've asked James this. I've asked Jeremy this. Who do you think are the top three crutch characters in Smash hmm. Go? Crutch characters. Characters that like, are you saying like if you're trash and you're playing against like other trash people, the character will like carry you through? I'm talking like, if, if, even if you have a mild amount of skill, you'll just win the game based off of just fuck you factor. Okay, Terry. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> I, think, I think Terry has just absurd frame data and like really strong moves, and so his, um, you know, he he just he can yeah he can kill really quick out of nowhere. He's he's just like really strong. Um, I think he's pretty strong at like all levels of play. Um, I think Ganondorf has really actually like just good smash attacks and smash attacks are just very good at um at like mid to low levels of play uh at like high levels it's just obviously like joker zero suit samus i mean there's tier lists you know um who else who else would you say is a crutch character at low levels i pretty i feel like that the heavy characters are like more the crutch characters but i like i think bowser maybe i think byleth hero and joker Hero, hero, yeah. Joker, yeah. Joker's interesting. Joker's so good. I feel like it doesn't take a whole lot of skill to really abuse Joker. Exactly. And also, if you're really good at Joker, uh, he's, you know, I mean, he's the best in the game. Yeah. Widely, widely considered the best in the game. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think what they, like the the thing I hate about Joker is his fucking arson. Like it comes in way too quick and lasts way too long. Yeah. I'm sorry. Arson, it's I mean it's really it's why he's good, you know. He can play this like really passive spacing game and then he just turns into like better than your average character. No, better than Ganondorf basically. Well, but fat, like faster and basically just as strong. Yeah. I mean Arson is basically I mean if you think about like different characters, you know like uh Samus with like a charge shot is like a different character than Samus without a charge shot in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Um so like characters are like kind of shift a little bit in their their power level, but I would say that Arson is the most like powerful character in the game, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you just like pull that out. 
a lot. Yeah. I definitely agree with that 100%. I, I think every single Joker I've ever played online with or just with friends in general, mm-hmm. their dash attacks are absurdly fast and mm. the like the actual hitbox is really huge. I'm talking like yeah. It makes Ganon's like big sword kind of almost like a joke in a way because <laughs> it just extends so far. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that adds a lot to um uh, something else that I wanted to throw in there was his uh downbeat counter. Uh, his counter is extremely long and like even if you were to bait it out like by the time you're still charging your smash or whatever you're using to bait it, it's hard to know when they're going to turn it off because it lasts so long. And playing around that is just makes it a hundred times harder. Yeah. I think online, that's a really big issue. I think in person, uh, the end of his counter is reactable. So you can literally just like charge something in front of him and then his counter ends and you just like F smash him with Ganon and he dies at 40. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is still very strong. You know, something that always makes me laugh is how we, we always, like, like this isn't just because you. I'm talking, like, the three of us constantly talk about Smash. We really do, yeah. Like, like we'll be talking about something that has nothing to do with Smash, and then we go right into Smash. Like, hey, okay, this is going on. For like we're we're minutes. a Smash-centric group, right? Yeah, We like exactly. to Smash. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody also, like, Smash, yeah. Heads up, context, I'm, like, fucking stupid tired. <laughs> so I'm gonna say some dumb shit. That's fine, man. Welcome to not just to y'all, but to anybody who listens. I guess yeah. does anyone listen to this thing? Yeah, we have really? like maybe just, six listeners. Probably oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. that should tell you the quality of this podcast when someone asks. <laughs> <them>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any listeners? <laughs> does anyone even listen to this? <laughs> we don't have to answer that legally. <laughs> that's right. It's against our contract. You all have to contact our lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, it, it, we say stupid stuff all the time on here like yeah really absurd vulgar stuff if you've ever listened to any of our episodes mm-hmm. you'll understand that or okay, even just heard easily. my stories yeah, about some of our yeah. episodes yeah like, no, i got you there was mm-hmm. a this, an episode that me and james did with uh with one of our other um friends that came on tina and i literally was telling a story about how i had the shits yeah. because i drink a gallon of apple juice mm. yeah that was, fun. <laughs> that was a fun episode uh, Apples cause the shits? They can. Too much Apple of juice. anything will cause something bad. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I eat a fuck ton of sushi, and when we go to Sushi Bang Bang, I don't, I don't feel a goddamn thing. <laughs> except for I want to kill myself. <laughs> 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 like, well, that's, that's what the shits come from. It's like when you get past that level, it's just like... Oh, my body it says no. That's enough. I can't. I can't hang myself. Time to take a dump. You go to sushi, sushi bang bang, and then you hear the bang bangs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Before we like go off on smash here, the veganism. Yes, we have follow All right. up. Jara. What? <laughs> As a resident vegan. I almost knocked that over. Yeah, by the way. I'm just gonna go ahead and my water over here. Why? Why do you think veganism is a good idea? Number one and number two, what has it done for you? Well, Would be like my questions. When I, hmm, I don't know. I think when I was first uh, 
contemplating vegan. This was at a time when I was like still like making vegan jokes. Like I, I still make vegan jokes. I think it's funny when people are just like they eat fucking grass <laughs> or like, you know, those memes where uh, like the, you always know when the vegans are because they will always come to you and be like, I'm vegan. And they like chase in your car to tell you that's fucking true. It's so funny. I vibe with that so hard. But, um, oh man, it just, when I started, it just was a way I was like, I would like to lose weight and I'm going to try it. Cause like some of my friends were vegan and I was like, yeah, I'll try this. I was kind of hoping to just like get on the train of like some sort of diet. That way I could like just manage my health and weight better. But like now it just means, it means a whole lot more now than it did like at the start. Cause now I like, feel more appreciative of food like anything that I make or if I if I ever do like eat uh, a meal with my family member which my family members aren't like also vegan so I'll just like if they're making dinner I just eat what they're having because like I just feel like it's really rude to just like necessarily turn it down what speaking of which I want to say I was telling James this uh last time he mentioned that you know you would do that you know Mm -hmm. and I just want to say like the level of maturity that actually takes to like set aside like you know and be like selfless like that mm-hmm. just to you know like not kill the vibe <laughs> which is yeah. which is how i put it well like which it, it's a it's a high level of maturity in my yeah. opinion like the way i see it is like at, when i was first committing to it i did think like this really sucks i should probably ask them to like consider that but the way i see it now is like my family, someone I care about very much, has um, put a lot of work into this, a lot of time and a lot of work, and they made this for, like, this special occasion where I am visiting. So, of course, I'm going to eat that. Like, the when I, when I do happen to ever eat meat or whatever now, I just am way more thankful for it because, like, I'm just like, this animal is already dead. Like, I can't change that, just being a vegan so I'm going to enjoy this meal. I'm going to at least, at the very least, like, enjoy it and, and like, still get the nutrients. Because otherwise that's, like, not only disrespectful to the person who, like, made it, but, like, also to the animal. Because, like, otherwise its life would just be, like, in vain at that point. So your, your thing is that you don't personally purchase, you, you, don't, you don't spend your money in support of, of meat products. Exactly. Yeah, like, I, I don't purchase it. To eat for myself, like, I'll get James something, um, or, like, buy people stuff, sure, but, like, I don't get it for myself. If I have the option, if, like, if I'm at a restaurant with somebody and I have the option to eat vegan, I will. <clears throat> um, I'll still, like, taste their food if they want me to, or if I'm just like, wow, that's a dish I've never had before, can I taste that? Um, because, like, I also just happen to value trying new things, even if I know that, like, I'm not going to be eating it normally just so i can at least i can at least recommend that to someone if i'm like mm-hmm. hey i don't eat it but you'd probably love this because it's delicious well life yeah. is partially about experiencing things you know it's, yeah. it's good to try new experiences exactly yeah that sounds really that's like a really like gentle but like dedicated way to go about it mm-hmm. i mean i was uh when i was trying the chili earlier mm-hmm. i was i was telling her that i mean honestly we're at the point where humans have become so smart and we're so, you know, technology savvy as a mm-hmm. species, you know, that realistically the consumption of meat isn't really needed anymore. 
we can do without it. And, you know, by not, you know, constantly farming all the animals and hunting season, you know, hunting, you know, all that shit, right? Fucking... Okay, real quick, let me go off on this for a second. <laughs> Hold on, everyone stop for a second. Okay, hunting. Okay, what does is, what is hunting mean to you? Like, what is what is the the definition say to you? What do you think of when you hear the word hunt? What do you think of? I mean, to me, it's about... Um, you, you know, there, there's an experience to hunting. Uh, and it really should, I think, I think that hunting can be a really like a cool thing. Um, I think that, you know, you, you get some really fantastic meat out of it. I think trophy hunting is disgusting. Um, but like hunting for the meat on a very limited basis, you know, so that you don't actually like damage animal populations. I think it's, it's got a, you know, I mean, it's better than, than it's better than the, the feedlot animal kind of raising that we mm, do now, yeah. you know, and I think hunting done right is, is okay. Um. Yeah. Right. James? Yeah. There's like a whole experience to it. Yeah. Um. I'm basically in agreement. I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't. I I kind of get the um the attachment to to hunting, and I think that Jared can agree with this because we um we watched this this show recently. Um. What was it called again? Drifting dragons. Drifting dragons. Um. We watched the show Drifting Dragons, which is about. Um, a crew of, they're basically whalers, but they call them drakers. Um, and so like they hunt down these, these animal, these like gigantic floating sky animals and they like consume their meat and like take them apart and they use every part of it and they sell them to towns. And, you know, it's, it's in a sort of a, a slightly more like feudalistic society, I would, I would say, but like generally it kind of gives you an appreciation for like, this isn't just people going around and like killing animals. They're, they're like eating them and it is necessary for them to have that meat and they are like thankful for having that meat um i think in that respect hunting is is something that i can understand especially you know in america i don't know not so much because we don't need to hunt and even though i get the spiritual connection i'm kind of like yeah but like yeah on the other hand though if you're if you if it's between like hunting and going to the supermarket I would support. I would support like an actual game hunt in that case. But yeah, trophy hunting, absolutely not. That's completely unnecessary. That's just like, you know, that's basically saying fuck you to all the rest of the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. I would definitely uh, have to agree with the, the whole trophy trophy hunting thing. I think that is absurd. Um, normally, when I think of hunting, it's um, just survival. Um, it's one of those like I need to eat something because I'm about to starve to death kind of situations and. Most of the time when you see hunting in America, from what I've noticed, um, it's usually just to kill off, um, you know, if an overpopulation of something, mm-hmm. you know, for maybe there's a, a bunch of boars on someone's ranch, you know, they put a bunch of people. Yeah, they put a bunch of people out there. Bam, bam, bam. When you, you go know. on, when you go on people they, 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 they bring out the helicopter so they can snipe them, you know, who knows? They do <laughs> absurd stuff. Um, but there is situations where I have seen um, hunting is kind of necessary in uh america but it's in the extremely uh desolate places of america and there's not very many spots i know um Mm -hmm. at the moment i believe it was alaska because of the whole covid19 thing yeah um one guy would literally have to take a boat uh to the nearest uh town just so he can go to the grocery store and buy food for his like his town in alaska 
and it and i'm sure that was quite the journey overall but still i mean like there's probably so much hunting that they can do in alaska in general yeah you know but something like that i feel like i can get behind if it's if it's for the survival instincts and you need something in order to survive go for it mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay so that's everyone's take on it okay which Jared figure to which Jared, did you oh you shit to add? you didn't get okay I I take that back. Well, I I didn't want to say it, but uh, wowzers! Not on south, let me tell you, wowzers! Oh my god! So with hunting, I think honestly, for a lot of people, it happens to be. It happens to be like a bonding thing. It's usually like some like generally seen as like a rite of passage or like other family bonding experience. And what I do like about it, like if you do happen to kill for meat, even if it's like out of necessity because you don't tend to buy meat because it's expensive or like that one once in a while trip or whatever, like people tend to have like a better relationship with the animal because like they witness this creature and get to appreciate its majesty and then they they shoot it they have that time together where they're like training each other and whatever else and then like uh they they like prepare it they like use all that meat and everything else and i just uh i think if if people do consume meat i actually find hunting not like trophy hunting for just the sport of it but like Hunting in general is kind of nice because I feel like that at least like puts more importance on the fact that you're like taking a life, you know. <clears throat> like imagine if all meat that was eaten was hunted instead of like farmed. Like that's like the you know you know how we like value like free range chickens, you get like, your free own range hands, cows or something. You got to get your own hands dirty, right? Like you you have to, or or even if you buy it from somebody else, it's like more expensive, so you eat less of it, and the animal has like had a life outside yeah. of like a fucking cage, you know. <laughs> We Gucci in the hoochie. All right. Coochie, 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 coochie. It's hotter than a hoochie coochie in Texas. Is that what you're about to say? That's about right. Yeah. (laughs) I'd know all about it. All right. That is. So reason why I asked about hunting is because I think it requires zero skill. Okay. I think the hardest part that you have to do is get up at 5 a.m. and sit in a bush. And literally wait for something to eat a fucking berry and then shoot it. The only thing that's slowing you down is your aim. If you suck at shooting, then you sh- then it's going to be hard to hunt. Yeah. But, you know, if you can shoot more than 20 yards, yeah. I'm pretty sure you'll be all right. Yeah, we have a shooter. Because I've been to the range plenty of times. My first time ever shooting guns, okay, I did at the pistol mark, I did 25 feet and 15 feet, okay? Yeah. The jump from basically 15 to 25. And at the rifle part, I did 100 yards versus 300 yards. Okay? So 15 feet, I pretty much got all headshots. First time ever shooting. Mm. 25 feet, my grouping was a little more scattered, but it was still all on the head. Okay? Yeah, it it really is. (laughs) Fucking on the rifle, okay? I used 30-06. Okay, which is a a pretty okay, you know, caliber. It packs a punch still. Yeah. Okay, so after getting used to that, okay, on the 100 yard, I was able to get a full grouping on the body. Uh, 300 yard, 
some of my stuff was in the white, okay? But half of it was in the white, half of it was center mass, okay? So it's like, it's really not that hard to shoot. It's actually incredibly easy, at least for me. Yeah. My experience, okay, says it's, it's really fucking easy. But I don't like how these hunters, you know, go around and they talk like this is like some kind of like super hard thing to do. And I'm like, dude, it's really not. Like what you're doing is not, it's not hard when you look at humans and the way we are. How hard was it really to outsmart a fucking deer? Was it really that hard? You just wait for it to eat something and shoot it. Maybe follow it around. I'm like, is that really? Is it? Are you? Are you fat? Like, can you not walk for a long time? Is that it? Like, like it's 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 not hard, especially with fishing. Like, I don't I don't I don't know if you heard me talk about this while we were in like that in between, right? I, I was did, saying, yeah. yeah, but it was fishing. It's a prehistoric animal. Yeah. Okay. It's not hard. Like they're talking about, oh, it's like, oh, well, you gotta go out there. You gotta make sure you're quiet, you know. And I'm like, dude, the thing sees a metal hook and bites it anyways. Like how? Like this isn't a chess match, okay? This it's a fucking fish. This wasn't hard to do. You you put yeah. It, uh, there's a quote I know, which is what I mentioned. When I said it right. Yeah. It's you have a hook and the fish has hunger. Yeah. Okay. There is no direct competition. Okay. It's not a sport. It's not hard to do. It's 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 so incredibly fucking easy. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of which, if you can't, if you have troubles reeling in. A twenty-pound bass, you're a pussy. All right, <laughs> I just want to point that out there. But I'm just saying, like that's that's my whole thing about the hunting. It's like I'm tired of people saying it requires skill. It's incredibly easy. It's not hard to do. Any kind of hunting you do, it's your, your direct competition can't put up any sort of fight. You have it beat every fucking way. That's not a sport. That's not a hunt. You're just killing something for food. Just call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's, that's my thing. I'm not gonna go off. Sorry, I just say anymore. I know Eden has something to say. I think, yeah, I, th I think I would like. I do get that there's people who make that argument. I think that the way to then, if that's not the way to think about it, I think the way to think about it is like so. Hunting is a skill, right? Like I'm an electrician, right? So I can wire a house, and it's not hard, right? A monkey could wire a house. The knowledge is not that crazy, but the act of doing it, you know, you're hunting a deer, you've got to, you've got to know how to, how to handle your gun. You know, you got to know gun safety. You've got to, you've got to know to like what wind direct, how to check for the wind direction, how to sit down to where they, you don't get smelled, you know, there, there's a series of things you got to know, right? Is any of it difficult? You got to outsmart the deer. Is it a challenge? Certainly not. I think anyone who argues with that, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. But, but it's a skill thing that you still have to like have the knowledge have some level of practice you know it's not a lot but it's some we've definitely got tools that are developed at this point where hunting is it's not what it was a thousand years ago <laughs> right right it's it's yeah, we, we've got a gun with a scope that'll just say you, you know you just point the crosshairs at something and you say that thing needs to be dead and it pretty much does it for you right yeah, yeah the gun's I like mean, yeah, i mean fuck it's, it. i mean it's a it's you know, you know the tools don't get much better than that right so anyway I'm actually kind of curious, Eden. Um, what what kind of like crazy stories have you experienced out in the field of electricity? Out in the field of electricity, um, you know, uh, a, like one thing comes to mind. I was in this this house off of uh, off of Winstead, um, which is like right right like big big access road, big kind of like mansion Victorian era style, like beautiful house. I'm underneath this thing. The ground is a lot of these stories involve going in really gross places. So the ground is like covered in this like orange mold, 
and I have to crawl over like AC ducts and shit. And I'm looking for a wire has as a short circuit in it. It's causing the breaker to trip, right? So I'm underneath there looking for something that might cause this, kind of tracing things out. And my, my coworkers just say like, well, let's just see what happens if we turn the breaker on, right? So they do that. And I hear something behind me and I turn around and the wire is on fire behind me. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, fucking turn it off. It's on fire. Like I like flip out, right? And then like turn it off and I crawl over there. And yeah, it was like, it was sparking and arcing and catching the insulation on fire. And, uh, and I had to like cut it and, and do, you know, fix it. I had to fix it basically do the electrician thing and fix it. And, uh, I ran into a lot of stuff like that. You know, I found aluminum wires, pretty scary. Don't need to, to spend the whole spiel about it, but it's like burns houses down a lot more than copper wire. It's the stuff that you don't really want to see in your house. Uh, and I've seen all kinds of instances where aluminum wire was like all chewed up and I was like scared about it or it was starting to like aluminum wire makes a bad connection, like spirals into into some really like gets dangerous um and I've, I've caught i've like found that just randomly in attics a couple times like before it got too bad and like i don't know yeah i found i found some like scary stuff that looked like it was gonna burn a house down that, like we got to beforehand which was cool but you know ultimately a lot of that stuff just ends up tripping the breaker but occasionally it turns into that yeah yeah speaking of which uh whoever invented the breaker uh you're a god <laughs> Dude, it used to be fuses. That used to, it used to be fuses. And the thing about a fuse, right? Anytime the breaker trips, quotes are on that, right? Any anytime the circuit overloads, you have mm-hmm. to go buy a new damn fuse. Breakers, you just go like, oh, I guess I'll just turn it back on again after I fix the problem. Yeah, <laughs> right? it, it's, it's it's the GFI that does that that senses it, right? So it's different. There's a, a GFCI ground fault circuit interrupter is um is like a, a device to protect a person. So like if any electricity would go through you. It just turns off, right? It, it shuts off at like five thousandths of an amp, which is really small. Um, where a breaker is about like quantities of amps flowing through the wire. And if you have more than, let's say 20 amps is your standard household circuit. If you have more than 20 amps flowing through the wire, that's liable to melt the wire. It, the breaker will trip off. So they trip off at very different different amperages. Um, but uh, but they do both do things like trip. They, they, do, they do both trip off and you reset them. Just kind of different instances. GFCIs are ten ten beer on water. Every wire in your house has a breaker on it. Fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. Again, whoever made that, you're a god. Yeah. <laughs> GFCIs save Thanks lives. Oh yeah. yeah. Just my 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 little plug. I fucking hate arc faults. <laughs> you're a homeowner. I kind of I kind of want to bring the uh, the same faults. question to you, Jar. Um, what is what are some of the craziest, craziest... electrical things that you have run? <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say specifically <laughs> electrical, kidding. but I mean, you know, I know like just, um, maybe there's like a funny instance where you had, um, you know, some guy talk to you about veganism, about maybe they hated it or something. I don't know. Um, anything yeah, like that like has ever happened to you being a vegan as long as you have been? No one's been directly mean to me. Fucking Although... vegan. <laughs> Can't get me already do this. It starts today. No. Yeah, like I, I think like I got like a lot of like very like surprised remarks from my family, and like one of my grandmas didn't really know what it was. She just thought it meant like vegetarianism, and uh, uh, I guess at one point when he was younger, my my dad actually like went like vegetarian and uh my mom does not like him and i think she thought that his vegetarianism was like a fad so like (laughs) she was like 
definitely a lot less of a fan when I was when I said that I was a uh, vegan. Although I don't even think I've actually like expressly said that. Like I think my grandma told everyone, and then they were like, "You're vegan or vegetarian?" because they didn't know what the term vegan meant. But um, so your um, mom has a beef with with your diet. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, that's, like that's mostly I'll like the, the stock smash for that. That's mostly <laughs> like the personal Just, stuff. I think I haven't had anything like too weird. But like, I will say what I have seen online is much much worse like uh just the other day i think like literally a week or two ago i saw this post on twitter where like they were just like i i'm not against i think they were like just saying like they weren't like necessarily like pro like super meat but like they were like even if I like knew there was a vegan sitting at the table, I would order the rarest steak. And I was just like, <laughs> that's called being an asshole. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care if someone else eats meat or dairy. I mean, I'm going to be like, cool, great. Enjoy your food. Probably pretty tasty. Cause fuck meat's delicious. It's just fucking tasty. Yeah. But like, the act of like because there's a vegan there, you're gonna be like, okay, I will now purposefully get this thing just to spite them. That's just being rude. <laughs> Don't hate me. I had chocolate milk earlier today. <laughs> yeah, you know when when I see people like do that, like if someone's trying to make a change for a, for the better or a change that does help a large like sum of stuff, right? It's do you, do you have to be a dick about it? Like they're trying to do something for them, and you know, like I'm not trying to say anything bad here, but if if you look at uh, Jared's weight loss, you know what I mean? It's incredible. Like, yeah. like compared to like a, a year and a half ago, compared to now, like it really is incredible. I look and at my it, ID and I'm just like, yeah, that girl? <laughs> like it's it really is. You've done a wonderful job, and there are someone there are people that will make fun of her for that. You know, because of her dietary choice. And I'm like, well, guess what? Fat so. That's why she gets to look like that now, you fat fuck. Like, do you understand this? <laughs> like, And that's why you look like a human size yeah. steak. And I, I swear to God, like, when they do that, like, I'm going to order a big old burger. You know what you're supposed to do? When they get that fucking, when they eat the plate and, like, the, the mountain high burger, you just fucking just slap, just slap the top half of it and watch, like, half of the burger go away. That's what I would do. I'm like, there you go. You like that? <laughs> And then just like scoop some of your salad onto it. Like, yeah, try, <laughs> try, a diet try that grease ball. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what I would. I'm just. Yeah, like I'm just saying. Like I, I wouldn't like if that was happening in front of me. I wouldn't let that shit go down. Like I would, like even though I'm not vegan, you know, I would still defend their choice because I see the motive behind it, the objective, and I respect it. You know what I mean? It is a noble thing. You're saying, I don't want the killing of animals to continue, so I'm going to do this. It's noble, okay? But, like, I would probably, I would not, not probably, I would defend someone. They were vegan and someone was doing that shit. Like, I'd be like, hey, dude, fuck off. Like, seriously. Like, if you say that again, I'll slap you in the face. I'm not even kidding. It, it, it's almost like that, um, that one time when we were talking about uh, going to the gym 
and how me and you were talking about how there's some people who make fun of like fat people that are working out. And I think it's the dumbest thing ever because they're trying, you know, yeah. like they're putting in so much effort. And yeah, I think, somewhere. right. And oh, I yeah. think to discredit that in general is, is very absurd. You know, it's very idiotic of you to, you know, to say something like that. Well, even when you're working out with me, you can see the way some people look at me. You know, again, I'm not Fabio. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, it's like I'm doing it. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, it's like you can see how some people undermine me and how the way they've talked to me. You've witnessed it. Yeah, definitely have. No, yeah. Uh, most of the time when me and uh, Lewis work out, we do a lot of heavy weights and then uh, more uh, weightlifting, bodybuilding type uh, workouts versus, you know, like cardio or acrobatics styled workouts and um lewis pulls much more weight than what you would actually expect like the dude is way fucking stronger than what you would actually expect in the gym um he cannot keep up with me with upper body and he knows that but that's because i do so much of it but when it comes to like leg strength holy fucking shit like this dude is a monster when it comes to leg machines. I'm just saying he he straight kills it. Got to hold up my doughy torso. <laughs> <laughs> but still though, like that's that's mad props, you know? Like you you're putting in the effort and I know doing just diets in general, you know, is extremely extremely hard, especially if you Exactly, because if you're so accustomed uh to coming from, you know, like eating meats and candies and sugars and everything like Dude, giving that up is extremely hard. I think that's the hardest part about like, getting fit. I think that was a lot of actually like where the weight loss came from was the fact that I was like, well, I just literally can't eat this Hershey bar anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't eat like a lot of snacks because the amount of like milk powder that's in. Do you, do you know? Like, I was looking at like every Pringles flavor, even like jalapeno. <laughs> I think only original is actually vegan, and I was like, I'll just pass actually, <laughs> or just have a different snack. Yeah, you're, you're like the sodium count in that's too damn high. Yeah, I'm gonna I, like, pass. I consider, yeah. I consider like so much more about the food now, and like when I do have it, it's like it's more of a treat, and I'm just like. Ah, sweet time to pick out on Pringles or whatever. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's it's gotten it's it's gotten easier. It was like really hard in the beginning, and that was a time when I was like more tempted by like, as as the transition went, I would like aim for veganism. But then I would like, uh, if I was at a restaurant that didn't have anything vegan, I would eat vegetarian, and if it didn't have that, I would just eat like poultry or fish or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. But, like, what I found that, like, even just, like, those small steps, like, it just spiraled. Like, I didn't spend a whole lot of time. I didn't spend as much time in that step, I guess, as I thought I would. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, way harder. But, like, once you just start, like, practicing, like, limiting what you're going to do, it's surprisingly easy. And also, actually, I've realized that there's, like, it doesn't really feel limiting anymore because I've just realized how much I can still eat and still enjoy and still have extremely delightful and delicious food. Yeah. And definitely. I'm like, I don't really need this because I have just other things. Like there's definitely things I miss like holy fuck sushi and eggs. Oh, oh my God. Sushi's going to make me cry. Like that's every time I think about sushi, good. I'm like, that oh, sucks. Man. Yeah, no, yeah. that's depressing. Cause that's so good. There's, I mean, there's like some rolls with like avocado and stuff. They're fine. And there's really good string rolls. Those are dope as hell, mm -hmm. but like sushi is not, not where it could be, but like, I'm, 
And it's not even, I'm not even talking about like substitutes in general. Like there are good substitutes. I can give you like all of my recommendations for like any kind of substitute, but like easiest meal in the world that I ate when I was extremely poor in my last apartment and had negative dollars was beans and rice. Mm-hmm. And it lasted me several weeks was incredibly cheap. All I had to do was be like, do I want seasonings? Do I want to like add mushrooms or something else? If I have them, you just, you just make the beans and rice and it just, it's a really fulfilling meal meal and has plenty of protein mm-hmm. and it's cheap as hell and really easy to make. Yeah. I, I know whenever I started personally, uh, getting into diets and everything, um, maybe you can give tips and tricks, um, to get myself, accustomed to eating less because I wanted to go into a more calorie deficit, um, specific so I can cut up. Um, I'm, I'm not the, like the fittest dude on earth, but you know, I practice it because I want to, I want to improve. Um, but I started with, um, fasting and mm-hmm. it would do it to where I, w- I would do an entire like month to where like every Monday I would fast for an entire 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, if, it started getting comfortable the next month. I would do 72 hours. So Monday and Tuesday, I would fast each day of the week. And then after that, I would be free to eat what I normally eat because I was just trying to get my body accustomed to when I'm feeling hungry, I don't have to keep reaching for something yeah. because I always catch myself uh, bored, boredom eating. And I think that's probably one of the worst things to do because when you're just sitting there in your room watching TV and you're like, <sighs> You know yeah, what? You those wanna, chips like, do sound good. With your, you know, your hands and your mouth, and you're just like, mm, "What if Exa- I use my hands to put this food in my mouth?" Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and the the, the kind of sad part, um, I've found that helped me a lot too was actually vaping, um, because I think yeah. it was just the act of something being near yeah, my some, mouth. Yeah. Some just people it is just like do. this, like not mouth sponsored. addiction. Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Smock. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> 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 Vib Nish, dudes. Like, <laughs> yeah, Vib Nish. <laughs> but, but I, I think that uh, I would, if I were to suggest something to somebody listening, um, if you're looking to get into it, learn, learn your self control. Uh, figure out what your triggers are, um, to make you want to eat. Because I know that when I'm bored watching TV, I, uh, I start chewing my nails or i'll start like you know biting my lip for some good reason and i know that's my urge to want something to eat or just do something um even um i started doing just regular workout stuff like just push-ups on the ground to kind of just fight it so i can kind of distract myself kind of deal um is there any tips that you would give to anybody that wanted to get into it Mm, i like a lot of what you're saying i think usually set smaller goals like a lot of people get so caught up thinking like i want to have this diet or i want to be this weight and they just consider like all the things that they're gonna have to do and like the amount of time it's gonna take and all this work and that immediately discourages them the easiest thing you can ever do not just in this but literally anything in your life is do things that encourage you to keep doing. So like if you set small goals or take like small steps to get things done, like as, as you go through life, it'll be easier. Like I was telling James the other day, like we live on the third floor. None of us like taking out the fucking trash. Cause like it's out of the way, way past where our cars are. And it's like, Oh, I've taken this down a bunch of stairs. I don't want to. 
one of like the easiest things to just help encourage yourself to do it is if you, when you see the trash is full, you bag it up and you put it next to the door. Cause like, I noticed that like the other day it was just put in the kitchen and like, that's still out of the way. Like that's still like, none of us are going to be going back into the kitchen to grab this, to walk out the door when we're on the way to the store or doing laundry or on the way to work. None of that. But like literally any kind of small thing, like setting up the foundation to be able to like keep moving, doing what you're doing. If it's, if it's a diet, consider like, um, I think when, even when I like very, very, very first started, I was like, that's when I was still living with my mom. And I think I just like, I was like, well, I can't avoid meals with her. That's just, that's just the end of it. That's the end of it. Um, (laughs) So I would like, I would just be like, okay, well on these days, I'm going to try to eat vegan or whatever. Like any, any kind of like small stuff like that. Cause like, here's, here's, here's a little secret. Something is more likely to happen if it's happened before. Like, that's just it. So like, if you keep up that habit, amen. if you, if you do it and you mm-hmm. keep doing it, then it's more likely to happen because it's happened before and then you'll keep doing it. If you stay still, well, then that's the thing that's happening. And that's going to keep happening unless you decide to do something about that. Kind of like a Newton's first law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, can I add two two points? Go for it. Yeah. So I, I, I want to talk on this real quick because it's like what's alive, I feel like, in the, in the conversation. So I actually have had the opposite problem with, with diet. And I had to eat a lot of food in order to gain weight. Oh, yeah. Um, I was 110 pounds out of high school, and I, like, could not put on weight for the life of me. And so uh, for me, like, forcing myself to eat, like, five meals a day uh, was, like, kind of what I had to do in order to be able to put on weight. I I can eat three meals a day, full meals, and I just, like, don't gain any weight at all. I just burn an incredible amount of calories. Um, And so, yeah, like, if you're, like, skinny and trying to gain weight, fucking eat a fuck ton of food. Uh... (laughs) And the second thing I'd say on diet is I, I, and this maybe works for me, it may not work for everybody, is I really think about food as fuel, and I'm, like, pretty intentional about what I eat. Um, You know, I try to make sure I think, like, okay, is this nutritional? You know, like, I don't like iceberg lettuce because it's just fucking empty. Right. Um, So I I try to focus on that, on on it being nutritious for my body, and I try to think about how much activity I've had and how much fuel I actually need. And whenever I really think about stuff as fuel, and that's really my experience of food. I don't really do too much dessert or any of that stuff. And, and that kind of mindset helps me out a lot. The other thing I would say is on people being shitty, um, like in the gym or about diets or anything like that, I think that there's a lot of opportunity to just like realize that that usually comes from a place of insecurity and that you just don't need to give a shit about it. And that like the person doing that is just like in their shitty space. Oh, doing yeah. their shitty thing definitely and it already sucks to just like for them to be in that shitty space like the the simple act of them being petty sucks for them right and like you just don't even have to give a shit yeah yeah i th- i think uh like so when i see someone you know judging me at the gym or something like that you know it's i'm i'm a very uh and, I, and everyone here can Pretty much uh, confirm this. Uh, I'm very confrontate confrontational. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't let something slide because if you, if you, uh, whether it be you know someone's insulting my friend, you know, 
or someone like like the group we have right now, if someone just came in and started killing our vibe, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's that's how I am. And so it's like, and Jeremy can back me because he's been with the gym with me plenty of times. Like, I'll I will like Hawkeye you after you do shit like that, you know. And I will make sure you can see me like looking at you like that's all the weight you can do. That's it. Like I'll come over there and I'll show you up right now. Yeah. Like I I would relish a chance just to show them up, and just be like, dude, someone like triple your weight made you look like a bitch. Like, I think what you should do is take your gym key, go return it, and never come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like that shit is funny, man. Like, that, that that's funny. the way I am. It's like, it's like, I don't, I can't let them slide. It's like, I'm going to do something. Like, just you wait. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's just how I am. It hurt me in some ways. It's helped me in others. Okay. But mostly yeah. hurt. It mostly hurts you. <laughs> but... It's, I don't, I don't like to let that stuff slide, it, you know, and especially same with like, you know, friends, like we're all friends here, you know, like I wouldn't let anyone insult any of you if I was right next to you. Like I, there would be a big problem and I'm not talking about my stomach. I'm talking about for that person, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? King K. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like they're going to try to hit me. I'm going to go boom, like deflect it. You know what I mean? Like there would be a huge problem. I would not let that go unpunished or unmentioned, and it's just, I, I don't know. I, I know. Like um, I don't, I don't like to let it slide whenever I see it. But I mean, yeah. it, but it There's would a be more than that. That's really nice. It, it would be more mature if I were to just, you know, like just let it go and realize that person is just being petty. They're dealing with their own shitty issues, yeah. you know. Everyone would, takes care of stuff their own way. Yeah, but I'm saying it, it would be more mature of me to do that. But it's like. I, I just I know there's a there's another tiny sweet victory when someone thinks they're like the in shape god and then someone like twice their weight just makes them fall to the to the ground you know what I mean there's yep. just something about it, it I'm stupid <laughs> I I know um there was one instance um back at the Smash tournament that we all went to um where there was that one really really hardcore salty uh guy that was playing i, I can't remember what character he was playing but uh, samus mega man. mega man mega man right he was there he was uh there with the his girlfriend the link player yeah and i know um was what he he ended up playing um omar didn't he at yeah. one point he, he, i was the first yeah. person yeah cuz i i do remember you were you were starting to hawk him cuz you were just waiting for him to pop off against Omar and say <laughs> something and just say some shit okay so like basically when he was versing Omar i, I, I won't need the mic <laughs> so Omar say this Omar's chairs right here and his is right here i was like this like i was like i, I was like i was like i was like if you get up my hands are going to be right on your shoulder and I'm going to be like, sit the fuck back down. Like, that's what I'm going to say. I'll just break your neck. Like, I'm right behind you. You're at every disadvantage in combat. Like, was, this, was this guy being like a cock or something? Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. Like, like whenever, he, yeah. whenever he would start losing, he was just like... He was he was extremely sweaty try hard, dude. Like, the, yeah. the game yeah, was nowhere near fun for him. It, it was that bad. I honestly think that's kind of I like love making people salty. Like if people get yeah. salty like that, I'm like, that's right. 
fucking like i'm the man like i'm i'm making you feel like shit take it take that l brother you know what i mean i don't know yeah yeah i made casey salty as fuck casey's a buddy of mine i made him so salty at smash for a little while early night it was really satisfying because i get my ass handed to me by him i really want to play casey i i keep hearing oh, amazing boy. things about oh boy him. James, what 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 is your experience of playing Smash with Casey? Uh, how many how many stocks do you usually take? Uh, one maybe. Oh. Like if I'm gonna take if I'm gonna take something from him, I'll probably take one. I have I have taken two stocks. I think I've beat him occasionally if he chooses like a character he doesn't care about and then plays like he doesn't care. Yeah. Then maybe I'll win. <laughs> but yeah, generally I would say that he he usually three stocks me, occasionally two stocks. Um. And it's the thing about playing against Casey is that he's uh, he's like he's like genuinely tourney level good. Um, oh, he shit. he plays casually, like basically at the level that we play at. Um, and he's and the other thing is he's not afraid of like being good. He's just like if you're if if he thinks that he can beat you mm-hmm. by just doing a like a tactic that he sees as simple, he'll just do it. And you're like, damn, what what is happening? He'll just be like, <laughs> play better. He'll literally just spam back air with DK. And if you don't know how to spam back air with DK, or if you haven't played against it, it is crazy. Yeah. Okay. He can throw <laughs> two back airs with every jump. Holy he spaces shit. them well. They have really long dis- disjoints. It's nuts. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. I will say, like, the couple times that I watch y'all like sometimes i'll just be like chilling out here and whatever watching y'all play a little bit smash while also doing my own thing mm-hmm. but like i say he looks really bored and tired every single time like he's just like like oh yeah he, he plays like, me with half a brain bro he plays me with half a brain <laughs> yeah, and beats me. <laughs> it's try hard casey is fucking it's like unbeatable for me almost eden's over here like oh man how did you do that and like like playing his heart out and then like i just look over at casey and he just like half shrugs and like has like face glazed over and i'm like yeah how good are you that you just like glaze over and you're still just like it's a three stock dude you know he just looks like he's full-on baked and just out of this world while he's playing (laughs) it's it's accurate i mean i am too but it's accurate i play dude i've actually noticed recently like i i i remember i played this game against somebody uh, while I was like sober and I got like two stocked like six matches in a row right shit and then I like smoked some weed got high I don't know if this is like okay for the podcast but I'm yeah, yeah. so, smoked some weed got high shit and like fucking like within four games I'd turn it around and I was like winning maybe 60 to 70 percent of them <laughs> so it was like it was crazy I was like damn weed is my my juice it, it's probably because my sauce it, you, now that you're like egos chilled out you're just you're just like having fun with it, dude. I think yeah. that's what I get it in the flow. I have a hard time like paying attention to the little moments whenever I'm not high. If you all don't mind, I am crazy tired. I have to build my house more tomorrow. So I'm gonna tell a joke and leave. Is that cool with y'all? Go ahead. Why do riot please get up early? To beat the crowds. Excellent <laughs> look. <laughs> oh wait, Eden, I got one for you. Sure. How many police does it take? To change the light bulb. I don't know how many. None. They all just beat the room for being black. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on, Eden. Thank you very much. Blood flow to it. (laughs) Oh, who's that?
There's one slice that's in the fridge. Go for it. Also free to promise. have some chili. Yes. Chili was good. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. It's <laughs> like get we all, all the calories. <laughs> Holy shit, Jeremy! Ew. <laughs> Sorry. No, no I've been peeking. <laughs> Anyways. Oh yeah. Also, I all wanted right. to I wanted to go back real quick and say something about the about about going back to to bodybuilding and then going in the gym. Yeah. I just want to um, call out in thanks uh, people who are experienced at at working out or bodybuilding or whatever they're doing. And they see somebody new who is like struggling or who like obviously doing something wrong that's like going to hurt them and comes over and is just like, hey, let me give you some like some tips. Like if you do like this, you're going to get a lot more out of it and you're not going to hurt yourself. Those people fucking fucking a badass. MVPs, man. Like I felt I actually went to um, there's like a, a gym. Did I mention this? I don't know. Fucking know. There's a gym like right next to where I work. And uh, they've just recently reopened, I think, and they were having a special where they have, like, um, they had some free classes and everything, so I signed up for a free class, and uh, I'm gonna be going back again, because I really liked what I had, but, like, even though I couldn't, like, complete everything, because it's been a while since I've even, like, way, way long ago when I used to do the Y, and, like, ride my bike every single day. Like, even after that, like, I was still, like, doing, like, skating and bouldering, but now I've had nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing for a while, so, like, I fucking died. (laughs) I died today. (laughs) But, like, what I loved was, like, the other people being, like, just, like, really encouraging, and, like, like, they would see me, like, start, like, the next step, and they're like, hell yeah, you made it to to this point, and, like, that, that's so, that's so good. Like, it kind of, goes back to what I was saying earlier, like encouraging yourself to do something will also encourage other people to do things. Mm-hmm. Good things, preferably. Right. But, you know, right. like it's- encouragement is just amazing. Way more than punishment. Yeah. Don't don't punish yourself for like not doing something. Don't punish other people for like trying to get better. Just encourage them to, to grow. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I was saying. Like you'll see, uh, you know, we'll, we'll say like some big fat guy like jogging, right? You know, his titties are bouncing, stomach is bouncing, you know, stuff like that, right? And so people will be like, oh, <laughs> look at his boobs. You know what I mean? Like, I have a 1.5 GPA. You know what I mean? Like, fucking. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like, how about you, you're making fun of him for being fat. Now he's trying to fix it and you're still making fun of him. I'm like, yeah. is there any winning with you, or are you are you just hell bent on making fun of this one fucking guy, right? Like, yeah. because it's like he's doing what it, like like as as a person you know who who is you know pretty heavy, right? Mm-hmm. I will say, uh, ignore it all we want, but you know the shit does hurt at times mm. because right. there there are times where you're just like, I I know. Like you, you know, you don't need to tell me every fucking time or every chance you get. You really, you get, you have to bring it up every fucking time. You know what I mean? Or you know, uh, this this won't happen if you're a woman. But like, if you're a guy, people will do shit like this, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, stop fucking touching me. Like it's not oh, yeah. funny. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like if you touch me again, I will punch your teeth into the back of your throat. Yeah, the the titty table flips is probably one of the most annoying things I ever. Did. Yeah, because because it's because it's like, what? Why do you think you know you have the right to reach over and just touch me whenever you want? 
And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you realize like you do this, I'm gonna go boom right in your face, like, right? You know, it's like now if we're all joking around, like we have we had a couple drinks and shit, I don't care. Or if one of y'all did it, I don't care. But it's like when someone you just meet thinks they can like do that shit, yeah, you're just like, dude, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I would not do that again. <laughs> Boundaries, <laughs> yeah, like you, there's a line. A lot of people will just, like, do shit to guys. And, like, I, I get it. Because, like, with women, you're taught, like, oh, like, respect their space more. Be, like, more polite, generally. But, like, that doesn't mean don't do that with men. Like, you should just do that with everybody. Just respect everyone. And, right. like, don't be a fucking dick. It's Like, we're not being nice women because they're, like, weaker. You're being nice to them because they're... A fucking person. Yeah, it's like the common sense rule, like don't talk about politics or religion in in front of new people you've met. Yeah, you know, like that's the it's, dumbest. It's thing not you dinner can do. conversation. Yeah. No, definitely yeah. not. Um, and and kind of going back to the whole um encouraging thing, um, that's how I really really try to be whenever I'm like playing Smash with people. Um, I like to see the best out of them when they're playing, but I like to have fun while I'm doing it. Kind of yeah. a deal, you know, like. Um, even Eden made the comment earlier. He's like, dude, you're actually extremely positive when I'm playing you. It's kind of weird. And I was like, eh, that's just me trying to get the best of you, dude. Like, I want to see, I want to see the, the raw awesomeness, yeah. you know, they, I think, yeah. And we've had actually had this conversation on this podcast where, um, I think that people that are at a higher caliber at something should always, um, teach the lower caliber people how to improve. Yeah. Um, no matter what it is, even, even smash people, like maybe at a tournament, you know, like somebody messed up. He's like, oh dude, you probably could have back aired me probably would have been a little bit smoother. Um, you know, something like that, because that would elevate the entire learning curve of whatever it is that you're doing, making your competition even better. Well, yeah. the, the thing is you'll have, if your main goal, right? Like say, like say you're really good at, you know, like the the caber toss or something like some kind of sporting event you know if you're really good at it and you want more competition you got to teach people how to be at that level if Mm -hmm. what you do is just you know if you purposely make it your sole purpose just to make them mad and want to quit you know then you'll find yourself playing alone because people are just like this dude's a dick you know like he doesn't make me want to get better because he's all he's doing is just making me mad. He's not telling me what to do. Right. You know, he's just laughing, you know, or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, so it's just uh you know, me like me personally, I don't I don't take kindly to that. Like if I'm good at something or, you know, like uh like when when James and I played Smash, we were both playing Incineroar, we were both sharing how we did something. Yeah. You know, now does that give me a disadvantage because now James knows how to counter it? Yeah. But does that make the fight more exciting? <laughs> yeah. <Definitely. laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because now I got I have to think of something yeah. to somehow protect myself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so it's like, you know, that, that, that's what we keep doing. Like, James is wondering, like, okay, so with, like, the throw, mm-hmm. how you do the lariat or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, James, you said you, you were struggling at first how to do that. Yeah, the timing is... Yeah, it, it, but it's like I said, it's like when you get thrown and you bounce on the rope and right as they fling back at you, that's when you press it. Hmm. So some some people press it right when they hit the rope. It's right when they come off the rope. It's like so micro dick hair. Yeah. It's annoying, but it, 
Like even I miss it still sometimes, yeah. but yeah. that's that's how you're supposed to do it. You know, and like I said, we're just sharing stuff like that. And yeah. it just it just makes it more fun because now we both have to think of different fighting strategies, different ways to do this, because now the other one knows how to counter it. Yeah. You know, and you, you and if it's been wrecking us, you you better goddamn well bet I'm gonna do counter it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> And you you pay attention to like every little thing. That way, you know exactly how to counter it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In yeah. the moment, yeah. yeah. It's called growing in skill together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Together we climb higher. What was it called? Syner- synergy, guys. Synergy. 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 I just really need some like skim milk right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you could be drinking whole percent. <laughs> You're drinking two percent because you think you're fat. You guys got any chips? <laughs> all right. Now, all, all we're, we're gonna get carried away with Smash, dude. We, you know, we keep <laughs> rotating right back into it. It's gonna, it's always gonna come up. I could talk about DLC characters. All right, oh, Jar, okay, actually, yeah, I'm curious. What, what DLC characters would you like to see? Okay, okay. The two biggest ones that I really. Really, 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 really want. I want Lloyd Irving from Tales of Symphonia and Amaterasu from Okami. Those are like hands down the people I want, well, person and dog, that I want to <laughs> see in Smash at some point. People are going to be like, it's fucking another anime swordsman. But listen, he's got two swords and most of his <laughs> skills are like vastly different than like any other sword user like he might have like one thing that's shared but like he would just be so versatile and like he's cool and he'd be a good tails rep and then you have amaterasu she's a fucking wolf she's literally the sun goddess she has tons of cool like brush things she could do like you press i think all the b's would just be her like brush skills and like down b is probably her bomb or something yeah but like they just seem like they'd be really fun I, i like i like to think of it as like not just like oh have this rep but like would they be fun to play as because like if it's just like oh you just want that character the same you're having the character well then that's not really what it's about at that point just make them like an assist trophy and they do like their one bit one trick pony yeah shit and leave but like like i think i think you mentioned the 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 dead cells character yeah that would be i don't even know if i could imagine that like i feel like you would have to be a really gimmicky like hero or something like um has some of his options but is still limited like like pokemon trainer or something yo mm. we got cloud add sephiroth I will. I will have a new main. (laughs) And now, now that now that the remake is out, that would be like great. Actually, and the release if it comes out on the Switch, then it would be. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically Final Fantasy was on a Nintendo console, but I mean, they they still they made an agreement with Square Enix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. They could still do it. True. Okay. Now here here's what I'm afraid of, okay? They're gonna add like Tifa or Ares or something like that. And I'm like I think they would actually be more likely to probably add like Zach because he would just end up being kinda like your um Ken and Ryu. Yeah, he, he could be, he I could guess be so like yeah. a the, why the, never why the not reason, bring in lightning though? 
Lightning? Uh, oh, right. Different yeah. game. I mean, they could do it. Although, I feel like... I feel like at this point, I don't know how relevant Lightning is. I know everyone saw his female cloud. I <laughs> never really cared about her. She just exists. I feel like... Titus and Noctis are probably more iconic at this point. Or even like people true. from the earlier yeah, games like true. um Terra or Vincent. Or yeah, Vincent would be cool. Like cuz he has a gun and a sword. Wait, 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 he has the gun blade. He has like the 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 double one, I think. I think you're think you're actually thinking of Squall, I believe. Vincent has a gun, but he's in Final Fantasy 7. I think I think it might have a blade on it, but it's like tiny. Squall is from 8 and has the gun blade. I was saying, Vincent was fucking... He was overpowered. If you leveled him up, <laughs> God, that if, was it. If you used Vincent, like he would have his like demon vampire thing that he turns into. That's probably going to be like a smash or whatever. But yeah. That'd be fun. I, I, I actually would love Vincent because he's, he's so cool in the movie. Yeah. Like he flies around as that fucking cloak that means recovery. <laughs> ah, shit. Now I'm thinking about it. Now I want him. <laughs> I know... Uh, Amaterasu, um, they did put her in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. She's yeah. fun. And she's, like, really OP in that game. Yeah. Dude, you she's can great. really combo the fuck out of people with her. I remember, I like, I got that game specifically because I wanted to play as her. Yeah. So, like, I got that game and it was... I, I couldn't get some of her highest stuff because that was before I really did a lot with, um, like directional combos because that kind of game not not just like smash where you like you press button and it you just do the attack it's you press a series of buttons and move the joystick in like an archaic pattern to make it do the thing that you want to do <laughs> yeah. did, did you play majora's mask no actually no i have not have you ever watched like gameplay of it yeah okay sure. so you you've seen you've seen what the game is like yeah so i was thinking enough of the fucking like 18 links Let's remove Toon Link and rehaul Young Link to where he uses different masks for different like That'd be fighting. So cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd yeah. be so much more like in depth and to the characters. Definitely. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you think Ocarina of Time, you think adult Link. The boomerang, the hook shot, like the shit like that, okay? Mm -hmm. Right. You think young Link, you immediately go to Majora's mask. Yeah. With like the constant oh, mask yeah. switching. You know, and your smash could be like fierce deities. You know, that'd, that'd be yeah, cool as shit. That'd be really fucking cool. Yeah, like not a fucking skin for Link. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, like, what are you doing? That should be its own character. <laughs> like, I really want if, if we add more Legend of Zelda characters, I would also love to see Midna either like oh, yeah, on Wolf Midna. Link or like her human form because even even just going by like the basic game and you had like Wolf Link and Midna. They'd be fun. I would love Fuck like yeah. her hair attacks for everything. That they'd actually be, would work really well. I think they'd be kind of like Banjo and Kazooie, or or like even Duck Hunt or something with like how they operate. I mm -hmm. guess. Um, but like human form Midna. If, if anyone has played Hyrule Warriors, she is OP as shit, <laughs> and I would love to have someone like her in here. That would be rad. Like, Yo. That game was pretty much just like me with Midna and James playing Ganondorf because Ganondorf, <laughs> he has this attack. Okay. I think it's it's like it's like you you press his it's the 
I think it's the five. You press X five times and then Y and you get it. Yeah. And it, it makes this huge ass like shadowy version of his beast form come up from the ground and do this huge swipe and it will clear out a whole room like that's Fuck. it you have you have captured that point everything has died you probably <laughs> killed the boss as it was spawning in yeah. too the enemy's laying on the ground like i acknowledge your strength and like, just go and like, he'd he'd be he'd be doing like, he'd Dunk. be doing yeah. that and i would be like doing midna's attack where she like she like slams this big ass stone hand down and like out of the ground rises these giant versions of Wolf Link. There's three of them and she rides them. And the best part is she's invulnerable during that time. And it lasts for like a good three seconds. And I have cheesed so many bosses that way because they can't hit me. I just break them and they're just like, well, we are just getting random. They'll like be like sitting there guarding from these dogs that are like literally just like mowing them over. Oh, excuse me, sorry. They're just like. Alright. So I had a. Fuck. What was I gonna say? Oh boy. Intense combos. So I want to see conquer. Fuck yeah. Oh hell yeah. Alright, conquer would be cool. Like I, I think it'd be cool as shit. because like, yeah. it's just it's Conquer. Dude, you know? it's conquer. Yeah. He's got the guns. I mean, we have he's got Snake, the weapons. We have Bayonetta by now. Let's just have Conquer. Like yeah. Have a, the like first of all, and if if they, everyone if they put knows it to where he's cussing too, even better. <laughs> everyone knows why Bayonetta was added. Okay, let's just be honest. Okay, and even then, there's no meat on them bones. Like. No. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hump and your your pelvis is gonna break. You know? <laughs> hey, I mean, anyways, that's another podcast. <laughs> that's, that's the one uh, in my bedroom that you'll uh, have to sign up for. <laughs> Call in. I'm just kidding. Please don't please don't come to my house. Twelve hottest Smash characters. Oh God! Starting with Bayonetta. Number twelve. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now this this is a, a, a kind of a long shot, but Jeremy will agree with me on this one because we've discussed it. Turok. Fuck yeah. Add Turok. Yeah. You 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 know who Turok is? Turok. He, the the game Turok. Yeah, he's from Turok. Yeah. If it became a comic book after the I think the first yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's like that Native American guy. Yeah. He's fucking fighting dinosaurs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> God, I haven't thought of that. I think like the game drums played it once, and that's yeah. why I know of it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. it's such a fun fucking game. I bought it on my Switch. I, I own the oh, first dude. one and the second one because I was like, bro, I'm, we got I'm we got a split screen that shit. It's so fun. <laughs> one of us plays as Cade, the other one plays as Turok. Dude, it's over. It's it's a it's. Did, did you guys ever play the one for game. Xbox? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh my god. <laughs> if they remastered that. Okay, here is how much I'd want that remaster. If you put it on PS5 only, I might get a PS5. <laughs> Anyone who if you know my strong bias against consoles versus PC, mm-hmm. you would know that is a a, a fucking long shot. Yeah. He will not <laughs> You won't even buy a PS5 for Demon Souls, which is like, I know, I know you want that, like, dude. Demon oh, yeah. Souls is yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. Just to give you an idea, uh, Dark Souls One, right? Prepare to Die Edition. I have eight hundred hours in it. 
Dark Souls 2, I have 500 hours in it. Dark Souls 3, I have 600 hours in it. Like, Bloodborne, I have zero hours in it because it's PP. <laughs> <laughs> but Demon Souls, when I when I had a PS3 and I played back then, I'd probably say, well, probably about 100-something hours in it. That's because Demon Souls, the multiplayer wasn't very refined. No, so no. if you got invaded, you're fucked. Summoned, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there wasn't much replayability, yeah. but it was still a lot of fun. I, yeah. I still personally think that it was one of the hardest Souls games, in my opinion. Oh, easily. Like, Dude, easily. I struggled <sighs> so fucking much with Demon Souls and uh, compared to playing Dark Souls 2 and 3. Like, holy fuck. That's because in Demon Souls, when you rolled, usually your character's like, oh yeah, like that gets out of the way. <laughs> in Demon Souls, you're like... <laughs> and you're just yeah. like um <laughs> yeah, you like fall moving. flat you're yeah like, okay. yeah you're like you're like roll your guys just like uh <laughs> you're like dude no move fucking move <laughs> god damn dude. okay well, let's be honest demon souls the fluted armor coolest armor get shit sorry it, it's it's the armor you start with and it's the coolest <laughs> oh i see yeah it's like a flute but i'm whistling No, I can't do it. I'm not really good. I mean, I'm inhaling, whistling. All right. Y'all are going to be surprised at how good I can whistle. Check this out. Sorry for any uh, ears on the podcast. <clears throat> whistle. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. What I tell That's you? That's the best whistle ever. Like MLG whistling over here, dude. Whistle. Whistle. I'm, I'm going to put that in the middle of our little fuck up there in the, the audio. Whistle. Whistle. Yeah. I'm gonna put that as the audio. It's gonna be our break in. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right. So I know real quick, we'll we'll touch up on this real quick. James, uh, you said it's Pride Month. It is Pride Pride Month. Month. Yes. All right. So I know you wanted to touch on this. Yeah. Well, Uh, field is open. It's kind of the perfect time, uh, the perfect podcast for it because. Not only do we have an, an expert vegan, but we also have an expert uh, bisexual. So. <laughs> oh that's a that's a degree in peen and cooch. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that, is, that is something else. That's double win. I should say, I'm, I consider myself pansexual. Yeah. I. It's been a journey. I do remember. You, like when you say pansexual, are you like? I fuck pans. Uh, Betty, Betty, I Betty like Crocker, bread. George Foreman. Uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, like, it's it's bread, it's skillets. Uh, I'm just like, those are my, like, go- no. <laughs> no, no. Hold on. Here's the real question. Mm-hmm. Copper or cast iron? Mm-hmm. Copper. Oh, okay. Because James is pretty cast what iron, I know. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I literally, I'm, I literally never use those. I never use the cast irons. I'm just like, someone else can do that. I just never want to deal with it, so I don't. But I've heard good things about copper, and like I think, uh, I think my grandma has some copper stuff, and she said that's really nice. So mm-hmm. that's all. Anything that will cook my food and it will be delicious, great. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, but um, pan, it just means like um, bisexual people like to clarify that it's like some people will describe it as like any two genders, not necessarily male and female, but it could be like 
male and non-binary or whatever else. Um, I'm not going to get into that. I'm just pansexual. And I, I just, I think at, uh, at one point when I was in middle school, that's, it was after, it was finally after I had like stopped being in denial about liking girls in general. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, Oh, I'm bisexual. And then like, I was thinking about it more and I thought about like people who are trans and like non-binary. And I was like, does that actually really matter? I think if I just loved a person, I would just probably bone them because I love them and I am a sexual person. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. And then like it was and then I was like, I guess I'm whatever that is. And then like later on I actually had like a word for that and that was pansexual. So To clarify, yeah. uh you are a actual sexually highly active person, not asexual. Yes, yes, that one. That's the, yes. I am not ace. I have many friends who are, but no, I am. I am okay. a sexual so person and not... Thi and this is where I struggle. Nice. This is where I struggle. Because mm -hmm. I, I guess you can say I'm kind of generalizing when I say this, right? But, so, bisexual is you like male or female. Pansexual is... As long as the attachment is there, you're good to go. Do I, am I, do I understand yeah. that correctly? Pan, I think it's just, it just doesn't specify any gender or sex of the other person. It's just you are sexually attracted to whoever. Whoever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Literally any human being. So I think, I think I even, this might get like way too detailed for like this podcast, but I, I, I we've think. We've said worse. I think I like I Probably. generally describe myself as being pan romantic but demisexual. And demisexual means like a, a lot of people are very very like they don't like demi in general because like I I see a lot of people who are like isn't that just everybody because like there's it's a very easy misconception because demi just means like if you are demisexual it means like you are not going to develop a sexual attraction unless it's with a person who you know. And, like, a lot of people are like, it's just everybody. But the distinction is that, like, you would not have that sexual attraction beforehand. A lot of people are usually, like, usually happen to be, like, um, aromantic or or whatever else when they're also this way or, or what something. Do you, what do you call the caveman one where it's like, dude, she's hot. What do you call that one? Because that one's me. Uh, it's called being a simp. <laughs> no, no. Simp, simp is where you pull out your wallet for it. <laughs> That's true. I don't take out the wallet. I'll tell you that. <laughs> nah. Let's I'm get your sure previous girlfriends on the podcast and let's uh, oh, get yeah. this established. They'll, they'll tell you how much of a fucking <laughs> fag I am to deal with. <laughs> like, it's a bitch to deal with me. <laughs> I, 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 again, it's, it's like I said, it's because I'm stubborn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you try to tell me to do something, I'm like, ah, you can fuck yourself. So, <laughs> so this is something I'm, I'm kind of curious to hear your opinion on. And yeah. I know a lot of my friends are um, very big into the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. um, There's a plus, like as allies, yeah, or plus. like as people who are members of that? like Ooh. actual members. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, um. I'm probably like the straightest dude you'll probably ever meet. And then on top of that, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely conservative, but I'm not like, 
an idiot of a conservative, mm. you know? Um, but I'm just lean that way kind of a deal. And I know I've, I've never had the comfortability of talking about it in front of anybody else that was LGBTQ plus mm. because for obvious reasons, um, a lot of the times any, any politics or anything like that gets brought up. Um, it always tends to point to just name calling um, versus actual, you know, hearing each other out mm. kind of a deal. You know, I don't I don't know if, if you would kind of lean to the same way or do you think that the LGBTQ plus community, I don't know if you can speak for them in general, um, are actually more open than I'm thinking. I definitely wouldn't say I'm any kind of spokesperson, of course, but I've actually seen, I've actually seen like a lot of like conservative, um, a lot of conservative like people who are in the LGBT. It, it doesn't like that's. I don't think that's the portion that matters so much. Mm -hmm. I, I guess they may tend to be more progressive, but I think that's just because like progressivism usually entails like wanting a lot of changes and like making making like all those steps and that just happens to usually encapsulate a lot of like lgbt stuff right but um i don't know it, i i guess i'm not sure what exactly you're asking like, like like there would there would be plenty of times where i would go over to a friend's house right oh um, well, like that they're like really open right um like i would go over to a friend's house um you know, one of them's bi, um, the other one, uh, their roommate is a trans woman. And, um, I, every time they always tend to throw out a lot of political stuff randomly mm -hmm. when I'm there. I don't know if it's just like them trying to nag me on to, to say something, mm -hmm. but I know I just kind of laugh it off kind of a situation. Versus, oh, I would just say something versus just like straight <laughs> spitting facts. Yeah. You oh, know? Are, they, are they more like <laughs> bringing up things that like they know you would have issue with? Or, like, just talking about, like, those darn conservatives, but, like, not in nice, ter like, Basically, nice terms. Basically, you know, they use the typical stuff, like, uh, you know, bigotry, you know, things like that, mm -hmm. and racist, the, the typical shit. Um, I, I've come to that point where, like, I would really just want to, like, talk to them to, like, not really convert them, but to just let them know about my perspective, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but it's hard to, because I don't want to offend anybody kind of a deal. Yeah. And that's the reason why you don't bring in politics. Well, that's, that's in my, in my opinion, like, like taking what you just said right there, right. That's why, uh, you'll, you'll always ask that question because you're worried about offending them. If they get offended from hearing a different viewpoint, that's on them. Yeah. And it's too, you know, too bad for them. But it's like, well, what, what we're able to do, like we, we said it last time, mm -hmm. we're actually able to share and have discussions with each other, and none of us are taking it personally, right? You and know, we, we all have like different points of views, yeah, on on parties in general. I think a, I think the most important thing is like if if you want people to listen to you, the best thing you can do is to listen to them. Like, you'll get what you put in at at that point. Like, if they have these issues with conservatives being like bigoted or whatever, you could like ask about that like let them have their spiel and then uh and then you can have an actual conversation from that like i think if you approach it not from being like 
oh, I don't want to offend them or, oh, I don't want to like, you don't want to get them angry or anything. Like the best thing that you can do is just like, just explore their beliefs and like, just be interested in like their side. And frequently what you'll find is that once you've listened to them, they're Mm -hmm. much, much more willing to listen to you and actually have a conversation. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, anytime they ever bring it up or anything like that, I always know not to throw my two cents in because shit will start. Cause I, I think they, they, um, are definitely very opinionated about Mm. a lot of politics in general, you know? Um, but I listen to them every single time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's points where I'm just like, man, I could say this, I could say this, I could also say this, but at the same time, I'm like, it's not really worth it because to me, I think having a political argument in general, um, just in public probably isn't going to do anything good. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do because you're not making any changes. You're just literally having a discussion um, slash argument, depending on who it is, for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're actually trying to fix something, um, then I think it's a valuable conversation to have. Mm-hmm. If you're spitting out ideas to fix something, definitely have the conversation. Yeah. You know, but I think what I see a lot of now and, and a lot on, uh, you know, social media in general People just argue back and forth. That's it. Yeah. And gets nothing accomplished. Uh, it's just like they wait for the other one to get done talking yeah. just so they yeah. can like say their piece. And you're like, okay, did you listen? But it's okay if I say something real quick. Uh, it, it's it, sharing ideas and opinions is all about taking risks, you know? Kind of like what Jordan Peterson said to that one lady, you know, when it was just like, you know, okay, well, so we'll say that lady, you know, is the, the trans person or whatever, you know. Okay. You know, she's sitting there berating him with questions, you know, and stuff like that. And he asks one question and she gets all offended, right? And he's like, well, all the questions you've been giving me have been quite uncomfortable. And you have not been worried if I've been offended because you've been trying to dig for an answer here, you know. So I think you owe me the courtesy of just maybe... I get to ask one because it's been rather uncomfortable for me too. Like you've been sitting here berating me. And if that person wants to ask you a bunch of questions, okay, but they can't take someone questioning them. Okay. That is their problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my opinion is if, if, if you're like that, I don't care if, who you are, what race you are, what like 56 genders, what, whatever one you pick. Okay. Fuck you, if that's how you're going to be, because that's not fair, because that that basically means I say this to you, don't say anything back, and it's like, it's like what, you can't just shut me down, I'm like, that's that's so belligerent. But I can defend myself. Yeah, (laughs) but but that's what it says, that's what it says, it says you're not ready to defend your argument, you know what I mean? Like, Like, I know whenever James and Jeremy have disagreements with me you know they come in with facts they come in with with you know stats arguments and stuff like that and it's an engaging conversation because we all of us will walk away with something new yeah yeah you know what i mean and that's that's what it's supposed to be you know so but if you really want to be a dickweed (laughs) you could just be like look all conversation aside (laughs) 
I think you need to talk to your doctor because your hormone therapy is not working. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's one of those situations. Like I, um, I I believe a lot of people that I've noticed that do like try to talk politics in general in the public. Um, I think they're doing it because it's a fad, you know, at whatever time frame that's being said, you know, like, for example, right now is the whole BLM movement, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people just do talk about it because it's a fad, you know, like another half year or maybe a year later, no one will probably even care about it, you know? Um, and I think that's how they kind of operate in general. Um, they, they talk on a lot of politics just because it's the new hip news that just came out kind of a situation. Um, and I know no matter what side you're on, there's definitely going to be bias, uh, depending on where you get your info from because the right and the left both own social medias or media in general. And it's going to cause bias if you read it. Yeah. Um, normally for me, when I post anything in general, I like to post both sides um, you know, perspectives from both sides, just so I can hear both sides. Um, because I would rather make an actual thought process on something that could be a medium in between that could work out for both versus just like shoving shit down someone's throat, you know? Um, and I think that's the biggest reason why I try to stay out of those convos with, uh, my friends that are leaning more towards that, because I think that they can have a conversation about it, but it's not the conversation that I want to have about it. It's not a uh, an actual progressive conversation. Yeah. You know? I, I think a lot of what you are running into, and not just you, but, like, social media has this problem a lot, but even even if you are, like, actively listening to your friends, they don't necessarily want to hear what you have to say regarding your political things. Like, right. Like for whatever reason, maybe maybe they feel as if there is oppression happening just naturally. Um, maybe they're maybe they think that you're going to be just as bigoted as they've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been reported on. I'm gonna say right now, um, no side is the end all be all. This is right. Right. Um, Definitely not. Because people people are like, oh well. Republicans or this or that or Democrats or this or that or whatever. And like, literally I have seen the exact same arguments from both sides. Both sides thinks the other one is bigoted. Right. Both sides think the other ones are stupid. Right. Um, and both sides, they just say nasty things about each other. And like, they don't, instead of people wonder why centrists are a thing. Yeah. Like they can, instead of considering like why someone might, lean a certain way they just attack them for it right and are like your way is wrong even if it's just a way and it's not necessarily wrong it's just not the one you chose so therefore fucking kill that person i guess <laughs> yeah that's kind of the the real sad part about it um i and i like i was saying before i like to listen to both sides um i was listening to i think it was sam cedar i want to say is his name um, but he's uh, really big on the left side. Uh, you know, he's he's down for a lot of democratic things. But I was reading the comments section while I was listening to it, and I noticed that the comment section 
from um, a democratic point of view or uh, a leftist point of view in general, um, they seem extremely like negative and name calling um, compared to when I go to uh, a, a right leaning version a video you know i i don't see the comments nowhere near as negative like i definitely do see those trolls here and there that mm -hmm. do it on purpose but it seems like the left lean towards just calling people's names and being mean versus it's, right it's interesting you say that because i have seen the exact opposite even um usually usually it's from like uh either conservative posts like on something that's liberal or um just like maybe like a more liberal minded person like walked into a comment section just <laughs> wanting to have a good time and actually talk to people and they immediately get met with uh everyone calling them a libtard cuck libtard yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. libtard cuck is like the the thing i see i all just the got time. here <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's it's honestly both uh, yeah every, every side is at fault both I don't want to just say both because there's multiple angles to anything. Right, but um right. it's everyone. Like if you don't agree with someone, they might take it as a personal offense and then be like, fuck you, you fucking libtard cuck, or what's something that I think they usually just call people who are conservative like stupid. I feel like I, I have seen they call like actually insults. Supporters. Trump's <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen yeah, I've fascists. Seen I think I don't know. That's I have fascist, seen like a lot of people just just calling them fascists. Yes. Yeah. Um, and like, actually, one of my biggest pet peeves <laughs> on any social media, but especially Twitter, and especially from ten more liberal or progressive people, is that when they see like a bunch of people who don't agree with them instead of like ignoring it or whatever or like reporting it if it's actually harmful they will just block the person it's like that Damn. already like that's that already goes back to listening it's like at this point you don't want to listen to them so hard that you've blocked them you have no way of listening to them now you have no interest in listening to them ever right. because you have closed off that possible communication right when like they're a person living their own life and they just happen to have this like one thing you don't agree with yeah i, th I, th well, I think what james said that shows they don't have an argument right I, I honestly think that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves too um i i would consider it to be a, a toxic trait yeah um if somebody's not willing to listen or if someone's not willing to have a decent conversation without calling people names and shit yeah um I think that is what's making a lot of political issues, no matter what it is, a hundred times worse. And from what I've been noticing, it seems like the media just feeds into it. Yeah. And then just oh, yeah. adds fuel to the fire, you know? You like to watch disaster happen. <laughs> I, mean. I, I will say, I think that, um, I, I think that communities, so like, the the observation of of like seeing a certain community being more more toxic or hostile to the other side um especially online because you have so many people who are interacting with with websites um with influencers um with with certain news outlets um 
I think just necessarily you're going to get drastically different communities mm-hmm. based not necessarily just on the ideology of of a an outlet or a a person but also like just the the un unnoticeable aspects of that person's personality the things that they say the way that they say it the content that they put out mm-hmm. are going to attract a certain kind of person the way that they moderate if they even do and the way that the initial like people that they gather are are like are going to comment that's all going to like create this cascade effect of what sort of community they ultimately build so you can have a like completely you know like a level headed uh, conservative YouTuber who is not really making like any drastic claims. He's not. He's like specifically like, hey, don't you know, don't call people out. Uh, you know, or you or you could have a a liberal who is you know she starts out and she's just making. She's like, I'm not trying to say like you need to call other people out on the side. I'm just trying to say this is what I believe. And mm-hmm. then you could have this super toxic community in there, or you could just have it so that like maybe something about them is just. You attra- they attract a certain type of people who are just like, yeah, I think we just need to have a conversation. So I, mm-hmm. I think it's hard to say that like one side or the other tends to be more more combative. I think it's more like you will see in one particular area a bunch of like minded people gather. That's kind of what you tend to see with comments, yeah, with comment sections in general. And yeah. some people are more open to debate and actual conversation than other people. Yeah. No, I, I like I can definitely say that I've seen a lot of uh, right sided people do the exact same thing that lefts do. I've, I've seen it for sure. Like, that's no doubt whatsoever. It's like human condition at this point. We we root for our team and we shit on the other team. Yeah. One it's in sports. It's in fucking. See, but that's just stupid pride, though. In my opinion, I think that's just really stupid pride. You know, like, I I would never shit on someone because of their political point of views, you know? (sighs) Like, uh, it's their right to have those views. And and that's why I'm more conservative. They have that right to believe in whatever it is they want, whether I disagree or not. One one thing I I strongly, very, very strongly, strongly wanted to do in high school was I wanted to be on the debate team. But uh when mom took me for the uh like that like I'm just going to call it an audition cuz I don't know the fucking name for it. But it's basically where they you know the introduction, you know, you get to you know have a couple of debates. They give you a couple of topics just you know see what you can do, you know, like hey, how do you argue? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know other people's parents are there, right? And the thing is, uh, you know, at, at this little intro thing, I was smashing them, mm. you know, and they were having to like look up on their phones and shit real quick, like about the topics. I just knew about them. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I've read about this before. You know what I mean? And there was a, a, uh, this guy and a girl, I, I, I think they were boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't, I, they didn't say it or make it obvious, but I'm just like, mm. Every time she starts getting proven wrong, you start jumping in real quick. I think there's something there. You know what I mean? But anyways, but I, uh, white knight. Yeah, probably, probably that. I didn't even think of that, but, uh, I was just honestly just smashing this girl in, in the, you know, in the fucking debate. You know what I mean? 
And this dude came in, you know, he thought he had a good point. You know, you can still look on her parents' faces like, oh, okay, okay. And I just went like, wham, that easy. And then everyone was just like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, everyone's just like, yeah. And they started getting emotional like that. And my my thing is, when your emotions start overcoming your ability to think in a debate, you have lost. And it's not a permanent loss, but it's a temporary loss. You need to go cool down because now you can't think properly. Yeah, right. you're You're too... You're too compromised right now. Yeah. And so someone from the actual debate team came in, mm-hmm. started debating me, and they started getting emotional too. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the points I was proving, they weren't wrong. You know what I mean? And so one of the keys, in my opinion, to debating is if you're right, stay on point. Don't veer off. Mm-hmm. You have to stay on point. Because what people are going to try to do is they're going to try to take you on a side route. Don't take that side route. We're on the highway right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, eventually, it got to the point where I had gotten up. And I had told the teacher, I do not think um, I can be. I also don't think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't. Same. <laughs> but fucking, I, I said, I don't think I can be on the team. I said, uh, everyone here is too emotional, and that's not what I see as forward thinking. And, you know, I, I, of course, you know, you got one fucking, I don't know whose mother that was in the, the goddamn uh, little <laughs> mini audience, you know, of tryouts, you know what I mean? But fucking, she was just like, Ugh. you know, and I was just like, yeah, it's true, you know? And then I just, uh, I looked at my mom, I said, I, I would like to leave now. I <laughs> said, right. this is not what I thought it was. These people, I, I, I literally said, these people aren't ready. <laughs> <laughs> these people aren't ready. And, and you know, it's, I mean, no one said anything. I think they, you know, they took my comment. They and they just, you know, did the mature thing. and didn't say shit. Right. You know, because again, I was also a stupid high school kid. So, yeah. you know, they're like, this kid's not worth our time. But, right. But I mean, I, I went in there and I pretty much showed them. I, I like to think I showed them how you actually do a debate. I never got mad at them. I never took it personally. I li- I listened to every single bit of what they had to say, you know. And I'm not saying everything I said was factual. You know, it's never going to be proven wrong. But I'm saying at the current time, this is it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna debate that. That's what debating is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my point. But they they were being too emotional and stuff like that. And so I'm just like, if I join the team, this is gonna be annoying. Right. Yeah. Because I won't be able to have calm, civil discussion. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's okay if you start like raising your tone a little bit, getting a little fired up, because then I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but, but but if you're yeah. like, but if you're like, okay, dude, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, all right, I think you're done. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, kind of bringing it back to the initial question, kind of the reason why I brought it up in general was just because I wanted to have conversations, you know, with them in order to bring about some sort of solution, you know, because it it seems as if like it's almost regularly when i hang out with them it's it's always something negative to say about whatever news political news is happening kind of a deal you know um and i personally think when you're dwelling on such negativity it's going to keep negativity in your life yeah, you know absolutely um I, I i feel like at some point you got to have some sort of thought 
process to where, oh, I should try to maybe try to find a solution to this, you know? That was that was pretty much uh, what I dealt with when I was um, coming out of, well, like, I, I have depression. And, like, it hasn't hasn't done as much lately but like it used to kick my ass all the time and Mm. like when you're in that funk it feels like you can't do anything and that's that's the like the horrible um devious maliciousness that that is depression or anything really that can discourage you like they make it they make you feel like you can't do things right um and anything that like discourages that kind of stuff is amazingly effective it can be yourself telling yourself that you can do something um it can be it can be something like socio-political like a certain like person or government telling you you can't do certain things that kind of thing mm-hmm. anything that makes you think you can't even if you physically could even if you mentally you are willing and able and everything else you will still just believe you can't mm-hmm. because you've been told that you can't so it's just i don't know i i think i think anytime Oh fuck! I lost my train of thought. I was like going to go into another <laughs> point. And I like forgot immediately. You need a moment. No, I'm just really tired. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. but like in, I guess in regards to your friends, like really, the only thing they can hope for is that like someday they will want, like, want to change themselves and want to be open minded. Like I, right. I was raised with that. Like, I was raised to be open minded and. Um, to just like follow my own path and like find like what works best for me. Like that, that's how I grew up. I will say like, I, I do identify as being like more liberal and progressive, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. And like, I want some pretty like extreme things too, but at the same time, like I absolutely like to read con- conservative things. Cause like what I didn't realize is like a lot of their arguments tend to like still hold merit. Like, a lot of the time it's about like, okay, cool, great. But like, we literally don't have the money for that. You're going to be taxed more because the rich are not going to pay that, that mythical rich person tax that you want to give everybody free stuff. And like, yeah, yeah. Amazingly enough, people don't like to spend their money, especially not when they're rich. Yeah. So like, yeah, people want all this free stuff and like, that'd be great. That's what I would love. That's my dream. That's like the end end goal hopefully is that like people have this free shit so that way it enables them to like be able to do more things like go to college get certain things and like they have those rights like intact but like until we get there it's you have to find some way to actually make that happen and a lot of that doesn't happen without money and like it's just yeah. It's just a whole thing. Like, I, I definitely can agree that uh, money, I think, brings in a lot of the issues that we have today in general. Mm. You know, if there wasn't some elite higher up that wasn't trying to put an end game to some, whatever it is that they're doing, mm-hmm. I think that would hack so many problems personally. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and 
currency in general is kind of a mythical or an ideal um, thing, you know, because it really doesn't mean anything. You yeah. know, we just say it means something. We made it a system and it's extremely effective. Like if you chose to not honor that system, if you stopped playing the game, fuck, there, <laughs> there it is. Suddenly money has no meaning and you mm -hmm. could go back to like exchanging things or just giving people stuff and then like later on they'll hopefully do stuff for you and yeah. you're not worried about that like you don't you don't like spite people enough to expect that they're never going to want it and then thus you want the payment now and then you want that currency like just be nice to each other at the end of the day <laughs> yeah i think one of my big things is uh <clears throat> people uh they want to a tax plan, uh, like it's it's not put in place. People are just saying they want one, uh, from mm -hmm. what I've read, right? Okay. And this is obviously subject to change, et cetera, et cetera. Could be wrong. I want to point all that out, but they want uh, the top one percent to do about ninety percent, uh, tax on on their wages or whatever. Good fucking luck getting them to yeah, buy by that when they make the I, laws. Yeah, and like, and like, I, I, I basically said like, you know, let's put all political standpoints aside, right, left, you know, fucking north, south, whatever, you know, yeah. whatever else you somehow came up with, okay, and fucking let's just put all that aside, and let's say next paycheck you get, I want ninety percent of it. Yeah, you're gonna tell me no, and I'm yeah. like, that's how they feel, like just on a human level. You got to think what you're saying to them. And the thing is, if you do that, like if people are basically saying to themselves, oh, if I get successful and I can support my family and give them a life that not everyone can have, you take away the motivation to even get to that level. Because people are like, I don't want to lose all my money. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. In general, I'm not doing it. Yeah. In general, it's really taking away um, the will to hard work something. Yeah. No, no one's going to want to get to that level. Ever. In a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I wanted to bring up, you were talking about depression there for a second. Um, there was this uh, TV show that I started watching on Amazon. Mm -hmm. I, di I did finish it. Um, I think y'all should probably would love it. Honestly, it's a, a romance TV show. Mm -hmm. It's called Modern Love. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of it. I think I saw like a preview of it, but I don't remember much about it. Yeah, it's 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 on Amazon, but there was uh, one specific episode uh, because each episode is a different story. Um, but there was one episode where they have um, Anne Hathaway playing um, a bipolar woman, mm -hmm. and she's going through this mood switch, uh, like, regularly. And because of her mood switches, it causes her to just stay single because she can't find love. Yeah. You know, and it's – and it. I think it really depicts um, – uh, even a, a depressive person in general like it depicts it very well yeah um because there is exactly what you're describing you can't feel stuff and and then you start getting into this really dark hole where yeah. you just don't want to do anything you feel like you can't like it's not even that you don't want to like sometimes like a lot of the time i did want to but like i felt like i just couldn't and like it, the worst times, yeah, then I didn't even want to do anything. Then I was, like, completely apathetic to everything, and I would, like, just fall asleep because it was the only thing left to do was either that or stay awake all night, and I really didn't want to be awake either. Right. So. 
I, th- I think what was really great about that episode in that series um, was that they didn't end it on a high note like most typical stories end. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, they fell in love and they ride off in the sunset kind of deal. It was more just like she came to terms to what she had. Um, she felt happy about telling it to everyone, which made it less hard on herself mm-hmm. because people didn't know about it. She liked to hide it. Yeah. And I think that was a really great story to tell because it puts a really good perspective on that, you know, that feeling. Yeah. But yeah, I would suggest it if you guys are into that. Sounds really interesting. Yeah. I would love to watch that. I will say it is pretty late. And, uh, I'm, like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, starting to feel, I'm starting to feel the heavy, <laughs> the heavy eyes. Yeah. Uh, but good podcast. Yeah. yeah. All around. Thanks, Eden. Thanks, Jar. I'd love to talk again at some point. Yeah, I, I noticed that <laughs> like whenever I'm looking at whoever is talking, there's like a 10 second delay until I look at the other person. And so like Jerry will finish. I'll be like, I mean, I'm just still just like, yeah, like I, I noticed that like while you two were going on, I noticed that me and James just kept making like random eye contact. <laughs> like, like we were just like, uh, because <laughs> <laughs> you star cross lovers and there's nothing better than staring into the eyes of your beloved you <laughs> but, but no like I, I would i would love to have you back on jar because i i like having different perspectives on you know, i like hearing Girl different perspectives on like <laughs> Yeah. Yo, I'm doing my dad's body. Tits or GTFO, dude. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, uh, our friend Tina that came on the other, uh, the other last, a couple, few episodes ago, actually. Mm-hmm. But she came on once and, uh, you know, she has, uh, she's bi. She has, uh, same kind of perspective you have. But I like hearing her opinions on things because it helps me think properly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how you guys the world. Don't ever introduce me to this transgender person if they're like the way you describe. <laughs> because here's the thing. I'm going to have a field day, it's, and for them, it's going to be doomsday. <laughs> so, you, you, like I said, I'm I'm very uh, I'm confrontational. I'll come at you fast. It's like that commercial, life comes at you fast. <laughs> <laughs> life comes at you fast. <laughs> but instead, it's Lewis comes at you fast. <laughs> Uh, anyways, oh, thanks for listening. Not listening, who cares? Oh, we congratulations on workers' rights. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Congratulations on workers' rights. I didn't. I didn't know we were LGBTQ plus. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing rights. yet. Uh, <laughs> I think it was. It. I think it was. Was it everybody or is this trans people? Trans and gay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, less discrimination laws. Yeah. yeah. It, it was interesting because it was made by. Of course, the liberals in the in the SCOTUS decided it, but also two conservative members, which was actually what pushed it over. Mm-hmm. And they're basically they're basically their um, their reasoning was it, they were textually uh, interpreting the, the the law, which is to say that like they the textual interpretation is literally we're not going to try and understand what the what they meant when they wrote it. Uh, and we're not going to try and interpret now for for our modern purposes. We're literally just going to take these words and whatever their definitions are, and we're going to assume that that is the law. Um, so 
their textual interpretation of, uh, to paraphrase, basically, uh, no one shall be discriminated against on a workplace based on their um, their sex or um, yeah, sex or race. Um, and so, obviously, when you say sex, the 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 thing that you would naturally want to tend towards because you know this was way in the past and they probably didn't think about like trans people would just be like don't discriminate against women or men I guess but you know it's probably mostly women um, and that also of course necessarily means if you're trans you are still a sex so yes you can't discriminate against somebody who's trans now because that is the literal meaning of the word sex and also you can't discriminate against somebody who's gay um, and that is because there's more than one definition to the word sex. Um, mm -hmm. So necessarily, if you're discriminating against somebody because they're gay or some other um, orientation, you are discriminating against them because of the sex that they prefer. Therefore, it is illegal. It's against the Constitution. So there you go. Yeah. They, they basically, that wasn't, that wasn't entirely made clear before or wasn't like passed officially into law. And now they're like, yep, that's what it means now. So yeah. there you go. You're fired. Why? Gay. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This 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 is, doesn't mean that like if I accidentally say the wrong pronoun, I'm I'm gonna get fucking. No, because that's an infringement on that. freedom of speech. I agree that I you agree can say whatever wrong, the fuck you want. I'm just saying that's as long as as long as it's not a direct threat. Like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Can't say that. Well, no, there actually is general, but yeah. Like I would say at that point, like people will just ask for you to call them a certain thing, and you might mess up sometimes. And it's just like, do you choose to like try to honor what they say, or do you decide to be like, I'm just gonna call you male, even though you said that you were female. Like right. that's that's the difference. It's kind of it's kind of like with the the whole like deciding to eat meat when a vegan is around because they're around. Like yeah. it's it's different when it's intentional than when it's like. I'm sorry, man. I'll try better next time. I'm talking like places like California who made it like a legal thing. Oh, if, wow. If, if you misgender someone and it's just like, dude, yeah, you can't do that. That's actually not fair. No, it's like literally like it because it takes like two seconds. Like I know it can be hard like for a lot of people when they when they do get misgendered or or like if it keeps happening, even if it is by accident, but like. I mean, I'm not going to claim to know 100%, but, like, I kind of I kind of feel like some of it because, like, people call me Jara, like, every fucking day of my life. Like, it's not my name. It's Jara. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I, I will correct people. I just ended up at the point where I stopped bothering to correct them because, like, I know they're not intentionally trying to do it, but they just don't remember. And, like... Well, it took me a little while to remember. I, like, know they're talking to me, so it doesn't matter for me as much. But for, like, for people who are, are transgender, it probably matters to them more. So, like, it's one of those things, like, if... I don't... I think it's stupid to make it a law because, like, accents can happen. Accents will happen. Mm -hmm. No one's gonna know unless you literally, like, wear it on your chest. Like, call me this. And even then, people don't fucking read. So, like, good luck with that, too. Right. But, like... I, I will say this is this is my it's just because I'm a goofy person, not because I have any hate towards anyone. Mm -hmm. But I will say there are some where I, I would just be like, "Oh, you're Sally." <laughs> I was thinking more Stephen. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I 
I know there's <laughs> perfectly amount of times where I accidentally say something that I shouldn't. Like for example, I probably today have called you the your name wrong. I probably have. I wouldn't doubt it. It's it's your name, but without the me part at the end, if it helps. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we should say Jarskis from now on. Some of my coworkers call me Jartholomew, and I'm actually pretty into that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pretty, like, almost like... Jarthoven? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there, I, I feel like because this is a law, it's going to cause a lot of people to just, like, falsely, uh, you know, accuse people for saying something, even if it was accidental. Oh, yeah. And I think that's going to turn out to be an even bigger issue. And I... I just hope it doesn't go down the path of like I will say Ridiculous. in a lot of in a lot of like child custody cases. Oh boy. Courts tend to prefer women. Right. Just the mothers in general. Almost always even if she's fucking batshit insane and should not be around that child because she is a detriment. Right. And the they're like they just don't give that to the fathers like most of the time. There's like so much like that fathers just don't get like they don't they don't get leave for anything mm-hmm. when like the most critical part part of time with raising a kid is like when they're their youngest and like really need that help there because like that is a hard job for any one person to do. I, like, I do want to. Agree with that. People always make it sound like the father willingly just kind of leaves the family all the time. I'm like. No, it's you get time off work. And I'm not saying a mother's job is easy. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying from the father's perspective is you, you get this time off of work. People understand you. They sympathize with you. They help you. They, they give you stuff. Yeah. But the dad, they're just like, get the fuck to work. You got to support your family. Fuck you. Yeah, your, exactly. your kids are calling you a shithead because you weren't there at the game. And it's like, well, we're going to starve if I don't do this. And it's just no one understands, like, the countless struggles that fathers do have. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm actually glad, like, you realize that. And this is, and because it's, and the thing is, guys can talk about it all the time, and people will write us off. But yeah. when a woman mentions it, that gives us some sort of voice, which is sad that it works that way. But when, it, when a woman talks about it, it actually gives it voice, because people actually take what y'all say to heart. Right. I'm, I'm not going to act like... There isn't still, like, the whole thing about privilege. Because there are a lot of things that men just, like, they, they don't they don't have certain, certain problems just because they happen to be a man. Mm-hmm. But, like, they still have problems. Right. And they're still written off for a lot of things, or in this case. And, like, that's just, like, my fear with this kind of law is, like, I feel like it's going to play more into that. Mm-hmm. With, maybe not even just men. Maybe, like, just... Probably it's probably gonna be like a lot of like cisgen cisgender heterosexual people people like me just like getting a lot of shit and then they're not believed because they're like oh well you are whether intentional or not uh, the oppressor status and thus we're going to believe this person no no evidence needed no nothing just uh, yell loud enough and they'll just. Yep. Make that it, happen. Omar was saying that it's just it's just uh Omar calls it the gay card. It's like a play on like the race card or thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he says it it actually works. Yeah. Like if you're in an argument with someone, you can literally just start doing the whole 
okay, well, I don't think you're being very kind against gay people because I'm gay and blah, blah, blah. and he said it. You can literally abuse that like to fucking hell. And if the other person literally starts saying something, people will start piling in on that guy. Yeah. And it's just, it's, he said it's, it's very unfair. He doesn't like to use it because it's just, it's just not fair. That's like me saying like, you're going to verse me in smash, but I put your percentage at like 400% to start with. <laughs> yeah. Game. Yeah. You're not, you're, you'll, you'll never win. Cause all I need is one hit. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And you start with a bomb. So it's like, yeah. 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 No, then actually, I personally do have an issue with that law being passed because yeah. of that specific reason. It's like, it's like I, I am all for, um, like, ensuring people's rights and extending that to make sure it includes those, those groups of people. But, like, I'm not about setting up something that will very easily become, like, a case of, like, people are going to cry wolf all right. the time. Right. And like that's just yeah. Yeah. something I'm not ready for. Yeah, I mean I mean y'all have been talking to me for, y'all have known me for a while. Like I've never been discriminatory about anything against anyone. Yeah. I'm open minded like that. Like if someone wants to be a girl, they're a girl. Period. Yeah. That's that's it. I'll call them a female. People people confuse me for being discriminatory, but it's like you gotta realize I am the definition of I don't care. Mm. Like and that's the thing. It's like a lot of some of these people, uh, and this is what Omar was saying, is like they want you to care. And like, I'm just like, well, I don't. I'm like, I don't give a fucking shit. I'll cut your own. If you keep this up, I'll cut your dick off for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying I don't care. Like, yeah. I really don't. And don't try to make me care because all you're going to do is make me not care even further. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like you do what you want. Okay. I will. You know, like I said, if you want me to pretend like you're not there, I'll do that very easily. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But fucking, if you come at me, though, with your opinions and your beliefs, I will fire mine back at you. And and that's where people usually think I'm discriminatory because I, but let's be honest, some of my views, they aren't, they aren't easy to listen to, mm-hmm. but like they make sense. Like, I, like when we were talking about the politics stuff, like how to go about voting, yeah. it was. It's not. It's not hard. It's not. It's not easy to listen to, but it made sense. Yeah. Like they, they, they can. James can give you a rundown when we're more awake. But, yeah. You know. But it. Uh, what, what did you think of the idea? I thought it was a good idea. I was interested in it. I, like it's it's one of those things where like. I don't know how we would actually implement it, but I would like to see what would happen if we did. Um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, as to your point, like, I think that that is kind of like a uh, if somebody like is is talking to you and is like explicitly trying to argue with you about something, and then you have like a different view on it, then yeah, they're gonna have a harder time listening to that, and they might even think like, oh, maybe he's discriminating. But the thing is that I think. In, in normal day-to-day life, you don't actually discriminate against anyone. You're just espousing your opinion when it is asked of you. Yeah. Like, the thing is, if, if they think of it like the fucking uh, Nine Tails from Naruto. If you call upon it, it will come. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you, bet, you, you best leave that shit in the cage. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyways. Good uh, talk. Yeah, I think we that's good enough. We need to end it here. Two fucking hours. That was, that was a long one. Thanks. Thanks.